Porn Free Radio, episode 32. Am I addicted to porn? Welcome to Porn Free Radio. This is the podcast where motivated guys who want to quit looking at porn, get hope, and take action. Even if you feel lost right now or out of control, you can recover and live a meaningful life, free from shame and full of love. Now here's your host, recovered porn addict and podcaster, Matt Dobschutz. Well, welcome back to season two of Porn Free Radio. I'm excited to have you with me today. Today, we're going to help answer the question, am I a porn addict? Uh, but first, I'd love to give you a few details about my life. Now, we took a pretty long break over the spring. Um, some of you probably thought it was like waiting for the final season of Breaking Bad. It was so long between episodes. But I wanted you to know I'm back. I'm recording new episodes. I have several written also. Uh, so they will be coming out weekly and consistently. And I'm really excited about some of the new content that I've been working on. Uh, some other things I've been doing uh, in the break were I traveled for work. And there was a lot of cool stuff I did for my regular job. Uh, my family has been in the midst of winter sports and now transitioning to spring sports. So we had the wrestling season, the basketball season, and now we are in baseball and soccer seasons. So that always keeps me busy. One personal thing I've been doing this spring has been going to a 12-step group related to my eating. So I have pretty good sobriety and recovery with my sexual addiction, but I wanted to get some help and some tools and some support around eating. And so since January, I've been going to a 12-step group related to eating, and it's really helped me. It's given me some more perspective about 12 steps, and it's really helped me start to connect uh, more ideas for the podcast and even my own recovery uh, from pornography addiction. So I can't wait to share more of the content that I'm learning in that context and some of the correlations that I found between the eating addictions and uh, porn addiction. So I'll be sharing a little more of that as we go on. Uh, one other thing that I've been doing is I'm working on starting an internet business and <clears throat> uh, Porn Free Radio is really a part of that. It's it's going to be in the recovery uh, coaching space. And so I'm looking to start some coaching groups later this year. And I'll definitely share information on Porn Free Radio about those. Um, but I just want to continue to create resources to help guys uh, who want to quit looking at porn. And I want to create community. Uh, one of the things that happens with guys who are struggling in this is uh, they struggle a lot in secret and isolation. And it's really hard to get free like that. And so I want to create opportunities for guys to connect with one another and me uh, in a safe way that will help us all get stronger. So that's really the goal. And uh, I don't have a lot of detail on that right now, but I was setting up a lot of structures and even doing some writing related to, to that, uh, creating some tools and some more things that I can both give away and um, share with you in your own recovery. So let's get right into this episode. Now, I've recorded this episode, I think, four times. And you're probably wondering, how, Matt, did you record this four times? 
it's it's just difficult uh, to get this right. I really want to get this one right because this is what I'd consider a 101 episode. This is really for guys who are coming to the show who are new, who are asking the real question, am I an addict? And in our culture right now, it's really challenging because there's a lot of debate over whether pornography addiction or sexual addiction is even real. Uh, there's a group of therapists out there and, and researchers who want to discount our experience uh, with compulsive sexual behavior. And they want to say that this is more about our hypersexualism or like our sex drive, or it's about, um, you know, our conflict that we have related to our sexual behavior is about our religion or our shame or guilt. And, um, Ultimately, I want to get into what it means to be an addict. Um, But I thought a helpful place to start would be to just go through a quiz. And the majority of this quiz first appeared in Men's Fitness Magazine. Now, a a couple of the men's magazines, GQ, Men's Fitness, have done articles recently on pornography addiction. And it's kind of in, in just sort of popular culture, popped up. And, um, and so uh, Men's Fitness put together a short quiz, and it was based on an assessment tool created by Paula Hall. Uh, she's the author of Understanding and Treating uh, Sex Addiction. Uh, she's just done a lot of writing and worked with a lot of people um, who have come out of sexual addiction. And... Um, she has a website called sexaddictionhelp.co.uk, and you can actually get a packet that has a lot of these questions and a self-assessment tool from her, and it's free. I think you just have to sign up for her mailing list, and I totally recommend that. I'll link to this in the show notes. Uh, the show notes for this show will be pornfreeradio.com slash 32, so you can get a link to Paula Hall's site. But for the purpose of this show, I wanted to just read the questions, make some comments about my own experience uh, to just give you a little more perspective. And the idea is that instead of just um, assigning yourself a score, just as I read the questions, just listen for ones that resonate with you. That sounds like your experience. And if you resonate with two or three of these, chances are there's some compulsive sexual behavior at work here. And you're struggling with something that's a little bigger uh, than a little dalliance or a little sort of lustful um, escape. Uh, you're probably dealing with something that's that's impacting your life at a deeper level. And you know, frankly, listening to porn-free radio uh, is probably an indication that you feel like there's an issue uh, that you want to deal with, and so. Uh, But these are just ways to sort of uncover and help you uh, sort of kind of determine some of the level of addiction and some of the ways that you're out of control or your life is unmanageable. So let's get it. Let's get to it. I want to ask a couple of these questions. Here we go. Um, Do you spend more than two to three hours a week viewing porn? So what's the how many how much hours are you putting in each week? Is it less than two hours? Is it more than three Uh, Where is it at? Where are you at in the scale? Now, if you don't look at porn regularly regularly every week, uh, do you ever binge on porn 
maybe staying up most of the night one night or losing a day or two, a weekend. Um, you know, maybe you do this once a month. What does it look like for you? Do you ever binge? Do you struggle with fantasizing about women in your life? Do you, do you struggle with pornographic thoughts? Do you seek out porn or illicit material if given the opportunity? So this is, you know, your wife's out of town or you get home and you have a, f- a few free hours. Is that immediately uh, a um, kind of a trigger to act out with porn? If you have the opportunity, do you seek out porn or illicit material? Uh, I used to struggle a lot when I traveled, you know, get in that that private hotel room. You kind of feel like no one can see you. And it's kind of like a license to do whatever you want. And that was a big trigger for me. Does your porn viewing have a negative impact on your relationship with your wife or girlfriend? And if, if they do know about it, if they kind of have some indication that you're struggling, do you ever hide or lie about it or minimize your use of porn? Do you kind of try to downplay it? Does your porn viewing get in the way of, of your work or seeing your friends and family? So have you ever looked at porn at work? Or have you ever said no to, a, to an occasion with family or friends in order to look at porn? How often do you, do you use porn as a way of making yourself feel less depressed or bored? So are there any types of emotions or any types of um, stressors in your life that you use porn uh, to kind of medicate? Now, for me, you know, a real indication of if you're an addict or not is if you use porn uh, to take away bad feelings, you know, like feeling sad or feeling angry or feeling depressed. Um, But if you also use it uh, to sort of be the cherry on top of good feelings. Have you ever come home after having a significant victory or success and want to top it off with a little entitled porn watching? That's always a, a good indication that, that something more is at work. Do you ever feel like you should try to stop watching porn? If so, have you tried to quit but keep going back to it? Do you ever prefer porn towards sex with your partner? Do you ever have problems getting hard or ejaculating with your partner? Do you fantasize about what you've seen online in order to get in the mood for sex? Have you found that you need more and more porn or that you have, have to visit increasingly hardcore sites to get the same buzz? So that speaks to the kind of progressive nature. Have you found yourself getting more, going down the rabbit hole deeper, needing to look at more or needing to look at a more hardcore type uh, porn in order to get the same buzz? So if some of these questions are resonating, chances are you have a compulsive addiction. And as I said, the culture will tell you you're not an addict. You have a hypersexual disorder, or you're in conflict because of shame or religion. Even pastors or religious leaders want to downplay this idea of addict. They'll say it's about a self-control issue, or they'll blame the sexualized culture. 
but they don't define this for you. What a researcher says in a book or on Oprah or what a pastor says from the pulpit, it doesn't define your experience and it doesn't necessarily help you get free uh, from addiction. So uh, what I really want you to do is take ownership of these things. If there's a couple of these questions that resonated, uh, then take it as as an action to to say, that's something that I struggle with. That's a place where I'm powerless. That's a place where I'm out of control. And that's not serving me well. Just own it like that. You don't have to have a pastor tell you uh, how to think about it. You don't have to have a, a therapist or a, a researcher, you know, define what's a problem for you. You make that call. And I want to point out the feelings of being out of control. This idea of not being able to stop when we want to. The effect that the porn is having on our relationships. The effect that it might be having on our sex life. You need to figure out what is the cost that looking at porn is affecting in my life or taking in my life. Now, Paul in Romans 7 uh, has a great quote that I like to quote related to this. He says, um, he says this phrase, For I do not understand my own actions, for I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. For I know that nothing good dwells in me, that is, in my flesh, For I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. And when we talk about addiction, you know, one of the first things that jumps out at me is there's a lack of understanding of our actions. You know, why are we doing this? What's what's driving this? Why, Why am I so powerless to say no to this drive? You know, why when I get in that hotel room, do I just start automatically going to the porn site or, or pulling up the TV to see if there's anything sexual on? What is it about the hotel room? Or what is it about that environment um, that just sort of triggers that response? I don't understand my own actions. Why do I do, uh, why do I not do what I want to do? but I do the thing I hate? Why do I do the thing that I I swore I wouldn't do again? Why do I keep going back to it? You know, and I love how Paul says that nothing good dwells in me that is in my flesh. And the way I like to to say that is that for whatever reason, we're wired. Uh, We have a predisposition to, to struggle, a weakness for porn. And left to our own devices, left to our own self-will, our own uh, internal power, we usually chose porn. We usually go back to it. You know, the, the secret to rescue and restoration is not coming from within us. You know, because the truth is we're like Paul. We have the desire to do what's right for us. We have the desire to take care of ourselves. We don't have the ability to carry it out just on our internal self, just in our internal self. Step one of of the 12-step in the SA groups, the uh, Sexualholics Anonymous, says, We've admitted that we were powerless over our lust, that our lives 
had become unmanageable. So think about, you know, what are the ways that you've, your life is unmanageable or out of control in regards to porn? Now, in one of the meetings I went to, or, heard, or actually I heard this in, a, in an online meeting, this guy, Ken, he said he had a really simple definition for addict. Because again, I said, you know, we can get tripped up over that word. He said, an addict for me is someone who tries to solve their problem by reaching for something physical instead of something spiritual or emotional. So that's a definition I can really live with. This idea that an addict is trying to solve a problem and they substitute this physical acting out for the the emotional or spiritual need. And this so clearly uh, ties to our compulsive porn addiction. So if we're looking at porn and getting the thrill of looking at illicit porn and masturbating and the, the release of that, we're connecting with this physical habit and a lot of times it's to escape uh, the feelings of being depressed or bored or angry, to numb powerful feelings in our lives, to, to check out, to avoid pain. And one of the reasons that we're helpless and powerless over this is because we don't know how to deal with the pain. We don't know how to deal with the boredom or the depression or the anxiety And this is the way that we've sort of automatically found to try to resolve it. And so if we're not aware of what's driving what our emotional and spiritual needs are, uh, we're almost helpless uh, to, to get help in this area. We keep reaching for that physical thing. So I want you to think about what are the problems you're trying to solve? Is it avoiding pain? Is it loneliness? You know, for me, I I know that in my life, I felt a deprivation in terms of nurture and affirmation. And so porn kind of created that, that sense of intimacy and warmth and closeness where I could feel affirmed and loved. So what is it for you? What are you avoiding? Is it pain? Is it loneliness? What problems are you trying to solve? Now we're going to talk about this in the weeks to come, especially our spiritual emptiness. But I want you to write that down. What problem are you trying to solve? Spend a few minutes just thinking about that. If you want to take another action step, and I think I might have mentioned this last week, visit an SA group. Just see what other people are saying. See how other people describe the compulsion. How other people describe, you know, in in the SA groups, they'll call it the disease. How do they describe the disease of sexual addiction? Now, you don't have to commit to going, but visit one. Take an action and, and see what it's about. See if it fits for you. See if it would help. Now, I mentioned this last week, and I want to share it one more time. I'd love to share something I was working on. Now, I am in Chicago right now, and we are in spring, which is really the fourth month of winter. I think it was 39 degrees today and rainy, uh, so it's freezing here still. Um, But I know 
that come May, come June in Chicago, the layers start coming off. The tank tops, the bikinis, the yoga pants start uh, emerging from their winter shells, their winter cocoons. And it can be a real challenge if you're like me, if you struggle with uh, pornographic thoughts and sexualizing women who come come in your path. Um, I, you know, I used to have to drive home on Lakeshore Drive, which is this uh, <clears throat> great public space on the north side of Chicago where there's just beaches and running paths. And I found myself having to actually drive in the far left lane, the, the lane that's farthest away from the beach and from the running path, just because it was so distracting. I was worried about getting in an accident. And so I wanted to share a powerful tool I learned actually in a recovery group um, to deal with uh, sexualizing women who come across your path. And it's particularly valuable in the summer months, in the months where the layers come off. So um, take a look at that. Go to recoveredman.com and you can watch the free video there. It only takes about five minutes. Uh, It's definitely worth doing. And I probably won't talk about it again, but I just spent... Uh, a good amount of time making it. And I just thought it was, I I really want to share and I want the majority of you guys to see it. Now on my next podcast, I'm going to start a two part series. And the first podcast will be called pornography addiction and the agnostic. And the second one will be called pornography addiction and the Christian. Now, before you think, Hey, Uh, one of those is me or one of those describes me and one of them doesn't. So I'm going to listen to one and not the other. Uh, What I want to describe and and paint a picture for you is this is a community. This is a community of men who are motivated to stop looking at porn. And we come from different experiences. Some of us have different reasons for leaving the porn. But all of our experience is valuable. And so I want to talk about the experience of the guy who um, uh, considers himself a, an agnostic um, or not religious and uh, the journey out of porn addiction. And I want to talk about some of the advantages um, coming from that background can give you and some of the blind spots. And in the same way, the next week, I want to take talk to the Christian and the religious person um, just about what are some advantages, what are some things that you have going for you, and what are some blind spots? And I want to learn from one another. I want to share uh, to both audiences, both uh, podcasts, because I think there's things we can learn from one another. And so I'm really excited about those two episodes. I've written a lot of notes on both and can't wait to dig into that content. Well, that's it for this episode of Porn Free Radio. Again, you can get the show notes for this show at pornfreeradio.com slash 32. And you can get connected with that Paula Hall assessment tool and her website. So take a listen to or take a, a trip over to pornfreeradio.com to get that content or get that link. Well, until next time, guys, I want you to take hope and take action. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Porn Free Radio at pornfreeradio.com. To connect with Matt, send email to matt at pornfreeradio.com. 
And help us get the word out by subscribing to Porn Free Radio on iTunes and leaving a rating and review. 